Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. Mintmobile. slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Exurga Deus disbentur dimitrius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. Nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangela, defendernos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias diaboli estro praesidium. Imperati Lideus, supplicas deprecamur, duque princeps militae calestis, satra maliosque spiritus malignos que ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum de trude. Amen. Coriesus sacratissimum miserere nobis, mater dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Sancta Iosef, ora pro nobis. Beatus Carolus et Domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine, ostende facium tuum et salvi erimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. I have had the most difficult time actually trying to put together this one episode. The data keeps coming in, and the data keeps getting weirder. Much, much, much weirder. The whole country is talking about a couple of mass shootings that have been absolutely horrifying. One in Buffalo, New York, and one in Uvalde, Texas. And seemingly, they're not talking about the one that seemed to, that I believe just took place in Virginia, nor another one uh, that took place in the Midwest. I would assume that those are probably not fitting anybody's narratives, and so... They're not, the news is simply not covering it. But Buffalo was kind of a big deal because you had this kid who seemed to fit the bill perfectly for what the left was trying to do. And in the aftermath, as information starts trickling out, as it usually does, we come to find out that there are some things that are, you know, worth asking some significant questions. And it would seem that there are six people who are under investigation right now, including a federal agent who are likely to be charged as accomplices to the Buffalo shooting. 
Then, across the country, down in Uvalde, Texas, we had another shooting. The kid's 18 years old. He works at Wendy's. He lives, as a, he lives at his grandfather's house with his grandparents. Evidently, prior to the shooting, prior to the active shooter engagement, evidently he shot his grandmother in the face. We're not entirely sure why, although there are a few guesses. What has come out since, however, is that this 18-year-old had a pair of Daniel Design AR-15 uh, platform. I'm going to say platform because they were two distinctively different weapons. And one of them looks to be set up uh, as approximately a $2,000-$2,500 setup with an additional 200, 200 well, with an EOTech site. EOTech sites, for those of you who don't know, are not cheap. And this kid had two of these rifles and full kit, tactical gear, body armor, the whole nine. The estimates range between eight and $10,000 in total kit. Now I'm going to say this again on a Wendy's income. This kid worked at Wendy's. Additional information that seems to have come out, apparently this kid was texting and joking with his friends in the time leading up to when he decided to go off the rails and massacre an entire classroom full of kids. <clears throat> the timeline also doesn't quite fit. I mean, not only is this kid a little bit too well equipped, but the timeline but the timeline also doesn't quite fit. At some point he shoots his grandmother in the face. He goes driving down the road and puts his truck in a ditch by the school. Fires, off, fires at a funeral home. Apparently there were some people at a funeral. Fires off some shots at them and walks to the school. After about 12 minutes, the kid walks into the school. Now, mind you, this is 12 minutes of, according to witness uh, testimony, where the kid is actually randomly shooting. He then walks into the school, and four minutes afterward, law enforcement arrives. Uvalde, Uvalde police, the local Smokies, U.S. Marshals, federal agents. But for some reason, it's not until 44 minutes after they all arrive that they actually go in and neutralize the suspect. And it's not them or, or or a tactical squad that's put together by them it's a it's a an off-duty border patrol tactical division officer a BORTAC officer and one other who goes in and actually neutralizes this kid and also takes a glancing blow to the head as he goes in in body ar- with with a high power rifle body armor and a ball cap <clears throat> there have been news reports where you've seen where where they've de- shown the image of the ball cap with a bullet hole going right over the top, like glancing off the top of the head. Now, there's a few questions that seem to come up. There's a federal agent involved 
at least obliquely. Information is a little bit on the sketchy side, but there's a federal agent involved, at least obliquely, in Buffalo. And this is important because apparently this federal agent had a 30-minute head start, meaning he was notified of the plans 30 minutes prior to the Buffalo shooter going to the supermarket and shooting up a whole bunch of people. And I still have questions as to why a top-of-the-line firearm is in the hands of some kid who works at Wendy's. I'm not wondering how a high-powered rifle, how a sporting rifle ends up in the hands of a kid who works at Wendy's. In Texas, this doesn't seem to be particularly out of the ordinary. I wouldn't think it would be out of the ordinary if the stereotypes about Texas is um, Texas and Texans are true. The question I have is how good is a, is a Wendy's paycheck for a kid to be able to afford a $2,000 firearm? Excuse me, two $2,000 firearms. And I saw the magazines. The magazines are the magazines take, taken in the pictures. Um, those are sixty. Those are fifty or sixty dollar magazines. Plus all of the ammunition that this kid would have needed to go on a rampage for as long as he was. I mean, this is not a small amount of money. So how did this kid end up with it? With that, that level. And then add to that the next question: How is it? That a kid who's living with his grandparents, his grandfather apparently is an ex-felon, and as I understand it, and I could be mistaken, but as I understand it, under Texas law, his grandfather's not even allowed to have a fire, firearm in the house. Again, I could be mistaken. But there are some red flags to the story. Why didn't police go in? The wife of one of the te- of the Uvalde police officers was killed. Subsequently, the Uvalde police officer whose wife was killed died. They leave behind four children. Why is why am I hovering around these people? <clears throat> because the police officer in question somewhere either either a week ago or a month ago, depending on depending on the story that you're reading, either but immediately prior to this shooting, actually conducted an active shooter drill in this school. Which raises a few more questions. Because I don't like coincidences like this. Truly, I do not. Because what this looks like in the most cynical... most nefarious point of view is that this whole thing was staged. That the, In particular, I can't speak to the Buffalo shooting at a minimum. There are some anomalies to the Buffalo shooting, but there are fewer details available to me about the Buffalo shooting than there are about the Uvalde, Texas shooting. The Uvalde shooting, the shooting at Robb Elementary School, appears to be a complete fabrication not that the thing was a lie and it didn't happen. We have plenty of video evidence that make it very clear that these things did happen. But that the event was fabricated specifically to have this outcome. It 
It has been a constant instruction. This has been a standard operating procedure of every law enforcement agency around the country, including including military and special forces, uh, special weapons and tactics teams. I mean, all of the above, every single one of these. It has been the standard operating procedure that during an active shooter situation, you go in, you close with, and you eliminate the threat. And yet, for some reason, this kid is given 44 minutes. 44 minutes. As though this was some sort of 1970s or 1980s hostage situation. 44 minutes. This was not a hostage situation. This was a kid butchering elementary schoolers. And yet, the Uvalde police, what do they do? They cordoned off the area. The U.S. Marshals. A great photograph has emerged of a U.S. Marshal in better tactical gear than I was equipped with in Afghanistan. And this guy, for some reason, he's not going in. No, he's got his taser out and ready to tase a father who wants his kids rescued. We have testimony from at least one mother who was put into handcuffs and managed to work it out to where she gets released from those handcuffs, hops the fence, goes into the school, and goes and saves her kids. She goes and saves her kids. The police who are equipped, don't. And the biggest tell of all, the President of the United States shows up at Robb Elementary School at the memorial in order to have his political photo op. And we get to listen to weeks of him talking about gun control. I'm focused in on this story because this story has all of the hallmarks of an op. This story has all of the hallmarks of an op. A deliberate operation in Texas of all places. See, because here's the thing. The immediate assumption was that it's Texas, and they just got done saying that they were going to arm their school teachers in order to protect the children. And so one of the talking points by the left leftist cathedral was, see, these people were armed, and they weren't able to stop the shooter, and this thing still happened. Except that it would later come out, no. No, there was nobody who was actually armed. I would also ask the question for those of you who are saying we should arm the teachers. You've been paying attention to teachers lately, right? Do you want that purple-haired, nose-ringed, obese thing that doesn't understand whether or not it's a man or a woman, who's constantly promoting transgenderism, 
promoting transgenderism and grooming your children to, to at a minimum, enter into the sodomitical lifestyle and at a maximum, mutilate themselves in some vain attempt to redefine physically who they are. All the while telling them, don't tell your parents. Now, maybe perhaps these are not the people that you want to have armed. Certainly not around children. There are a very great number of questions, a large number of questions that we need to ask ourselves. First, is the public school system worth having? The police can't protect the kids. The teachers can't protect the kids, won't protect the kids. First off, the teachers, the police need to protect the kids from the teachers in the first place. But the police aren't going to protect the kids. They're not going to dive into the school and go actually get the active shooter. No, no, they're going to cordon, cordon off the area and keep the parents out with the, with the maximal threat and use of force, not against the shooter, but against the parents. The teachers have already decided that your kids belong to them, which, I mean, if you put them in the schools, then I suppose after a manner they're kind of right. Maybe you should actually not put them at risk like that. There's a report that this kid, the Uvalde, Texas shooter, was undergoing therapy of some sort and actually underwent hypnotic therapy. I've got to dig back into that because I got to be perfectly honest with you. When I heard that, I was like, hang on, this is, this is almost too good to be true. This is like a perfect story. You're going to tell me that this kid was given ultra expensive weaponry because you're not going to tell me what he do. He, what he do? He put it on his, he put it on his American express black working at Wendy's. Oh yeah. Let me just put this on my, on my Amex and I'm just going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to buy it and then I'm going to turn around and go into a school and I'm going to shoot a whole bunch of people. That's not how this works. Somewhere there's a records check if he actually bought the weapon. But the better question is, how did he buy the weapon? I've seen pictures of this kid. This kid is this kid this kid looks like your stereotypical teenager. Your typical zoomer teenager. Not one of the exceptional ones who seems to have started his own business. Not one of the exemplary ones. Sir, and certainly not even, I mean, he doesn't look like, the point is, this kid doesn't look like a member of Las Setas or like someone who's facilitating, you know, drug trafficking or human trafficking and making oodles and oodles of cash. And that's how he managed to get his hands on a high-end weapon. <clears throat> this kid looks like nothing special. Specifically, nothing special. Where to get the weapon? How to get the weapon? How to get the weapon on the salary that he's making? Why did he shoot his grandmother in the face? Why does a seemingly normal teenager go ballistic all of a sudden? Because here's the other thing. A lot of the reports I'm getting from this one, and, and it's hard to keep all of this split apart because in Buffalo, they knew he was one stale donut away from going completely freaking ballistic. They knew he was bat crap crazy. 
okay? This kid seems to be the opposite. This kid seems to be just some normal loser teenager. And by normal loser teenager, I'm not t- I'm not trying <clears throat> I'm not talking like he had no friends of this that and the other. I'm talking like this kid seemed like the Zoomer version of Jay and Silent Bob with less marijuana. Just a normal kid. And I don't mean normal like normal Catholic kid. I mean just like a normal Western Zoomer. Just a normal kid. Now, there's going to be information to come out about this kid. And there's going to be information to come out about the situation. And there needs to be a heavy investigation into the law enforcement agencies. Because all of this, everything between last week and the week before stinks to high heaven. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It stinks to high heaven. And the problem that I have with this, with everything stinking in the way that it does, this isn't like the 80s and 90s when Ted Kaczynski could easily be written off as a psychopath. This isn't like the 80s and 90s when Timothy McVeigh could easily be written off as a psychopath or the branch or the branch Davidians in Waco you know, were able to be were able to be written off at the time. 
we have the advantage of having 30 plus years of retrospective where we know that the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and the Drug Enforcement Agency and all, and all of the three-letter agencies that were involved in Waco, Texas were the ones who were actually at fault. We know now that the hype about Timothy McVeigh was significantly different from what was actually real. And more than that, most of us know that if you go back and you read Ted Kaczynski's writings and you actually look into him now, now Ted Kaczynski doesn't seem to be quite so nuts. So we have the retro we have retrospective of 30 plus years of significant government malfeasance. And for those of us who really like to di dive into the history, like me, know that this government has been performing false flag operations since as far back as 1890 and probably further back than that. This government has actively done these things. And, the, and these events call everything into question from the fir first Gulf War to 9-11 to the second Gulf War. To TARP and the housing collapse and the bank bailouts. To the misuse of the IRS against, against the Tea Party. The revelations of, Ed, of Edward Snowden and Julian Assange. Like, we have come to a point now where we can't even afford to look at our government without giving it the immediate side eye. Because I'd like to say that it ends with Assange, but it doesn't end with Assange. Russiagate, spying on the Trump campaign, the Hunter Biden laptop, Hillary Clinton emails, the <laughs> Epstein, the mystical, magical, supposed suicide of Jeffrey Epstein. And then we can add to that COVID, this Ukrainian, this Ukrainian war, the Russia-Ukraine war, the bio labs, the Wuhan lab, all of their garbage about climate change, their weird sort of psychotic feud with Elon Musk, the SEC and Tesla and Bill Gates and the World Economic Forum, and all of it. All of it says that there's no point where we should be looking at this story and going and simply going, oh, that's a tragedy. We have to be looking at all of this with some serious skepticism. There are important questions to answer about these two shootings. Part of it's the timing. Think about it. We have this shooting, then a week before we have the Buffalo shooting, then two weeks before that we have what? The Roe v. Wade leak. All the while we have a baby food shortage, we have a gas we have gasoline prices going through the freaking roof, we have inflation numbers that are the worst since the Second World War. Which, by the way, yes, they've said, oh, but the inflation's only at 6%. Yeah, yeah. Until you, actu like, until you actually go back to when we used to, the way we used to calculate it, 
and then you find out that the inflation numbers are actually worse than they've been since the Second World War. The inflation numbers, the war in Ukraine, the obfuscation about biological weapons labs in Ukraine, the lies coming from the Hunter Biden laptop, which includes Ukraine. You have the World Economic Forum coming out this week doing their little doing their little powwow with some very, very choice quotes coming from them that make you look at them and go, dude, seriously, is this, this is like, you guys are, you guys are completely took the mask off and you don't realize you still need it. Vladimir Zelensky saying that he needs $7 billion a year at infinitum to make sure to, to make sure to promote the healing of Ukraine. Meanwhile, we just, we just handed them $44 billion. And we don't even actually have a track on where that money is going or how much money we've spent before that. So we have all of these things, just moment after moment after moment after moment. Oh, I forgot, somewhere in there, somebody slid monkeypox. You have the CEO of Alibaba saying, we're going to eventually come up with a way to track your carbon footprint so that you can track your individual carbon footprint. Well, if I can track my individual carbon footprint, that means anybody who wants to be, you know, wants the data can track my carbon footprint. And I feel like that's kind of maybe just a little bit too much information about me. Especially since the World the World Health Organization, the WHO, is now also talking about putting together a digital health passport that's going to be interlinked with all of this crap. And the United States government has decided that they're going to go ahead and alter the treaty with the world, with the UN, with the UN and the World Health Organization to hand over total power to the CDC, uh, to the WHO and the CDC. And all of this has been happening in the last few months. And not to mention the fact that they're still beating the war drum with Ukraine trying to push us to sink the fleet, the Russian fleet that's in the Black Sea, apparently blockading the ports in Ukraine, which they say is an act of war, but if we sink the fleet, will definitely be an act of war and might slide us into a nuclear war. Then you got the corpse in chief coming out and spewing about if China goes into Taiwan, which honestly, I don't think they can. But if I'm mistaken on that one, and China does decide to, Biden has already said, yeah, we're absolutely coming to the military aid of China. Which would be the perfect spark to just send the conflagration around the world at the same time that we're also putting troops in Somalia. Oh, and apparently we're deploying more troops to Ukraine to protect the embassies. This stuff is out of control, or it seems out of control. The problem is, is that when you go to like the World Economic Forum website and you watch the videos from the WEF, and then you go to like the UN websites, the various websites that cover everything there, and you go to places like the Nuclear Threat Institute, pull down their documents, you find out what looks like chaos. This is actually all part of the plan. 
It's actually all part of the plan. You want to know why you have psychotic district attorneys that are just letting criminals out of prison? Well, it's because their campaigns were funded by one George Soros. And he wanted to make sure to turn your city, your state, into his leftist utopia. You're like, oh, but that's anti-Semitic. No, actually, it's just anti-George Soros. The guy looks like Emperor Palpatine in a business suit. And he talks like a Bond villain. And all of his ideas are bad. And conveniently, I don't even know whose side I should probably be taking on this one, but conveniently this week at the World Economic Forum, George Soros and Henry Kissinger have come out and shown up to and appeared to be on opposite sides of the issue. Kissinger appears to be the only one speaking some sanity, going, hey, maybe we just need to back up. Maybe there should be some redrawing of, Ukra- of the Ukrainian border, and maybe we should just deal with it. Now, they're all saying it's appeasement, and, and this is immediately broken out more Nazi Germany, Adolf Hitler, World War II analogies. But it would appear to be battle battle of the globalist elites. Which is probably the best news I've heard for a while. Between the feud between Bill Gates and Elon Musk and what is appearing to turn into a feud between George Soros and Henry Kissinger. This might actually get interesting. But in the meantime... While all of these very rich and wealthy and powerful people are fighting for whatever it is that they think they believe, which, I mean, let's be real, they don't actually believe in anything, but they might think they believe it. While these people are fighting, children are dying. And I'm not just talking about the children at this school. Because I'm also talking about the fact that there's enough fentanyl flooding across the borders every month to massacre whole segments of the population. On average, there's enough fentanyl to come across the border in one encounter. In one drug seizure to exterminate an entire city. Which means that over the course of time, there's actually enough fentanyl to come across the border, probably per month, to exterminate the United States, to absolutely debilitate at a minimum, but to annihilate the United States. Because if you get 10 kilos of fentanyl into a city, you can wipe out that city. Just wipe it out. And fentanyl is only part of it. (coughs) (coughs) Tens of thousands of of so-called migrants, illegal aliens, come across the border per day, per week. Bringing along with them sex trafficking and organized crime. Bringing along with them members of MS-13 and the cartels terrorizing the border communities, spreading out across the country, 
and bringing further death and desolation to our cities, to our towns, to our communities. And what does the government say? Oh, that's not happening. That's just a conspiracy theory. We're doing everything that we can. Are they really? Actually, I, I truly believe they are doing everything they can. They're doing everything that they can to achieve their agenda, which is not the be in the best interests of the people. We're looking at a food shortage. We're looking at a gas shortage. We're looking at power outages over the summer. We are looking, we are looking at death and destruction and mayhem. All the while, this last year happens to be a peak year in suicides. Suicides, in particular, among the young. Violence and homicides in the cities, among the young. And for all of the political discourse, there are very few people who were talking about bringing, bringing God back into the, back into the discussion. There are very few people who are talking about reorienting our society, reorienting our lives back under the reign of Christ the King. And when you look at the and when you when you're looking for all of the commonality, let's be real for just a minute. When you're looking at at what is in common, how is it that 50, 60 years ago nobody died in a school shooting even though guns were literally in the back seat of every car? during a time when most of those cars were also left unlocked. Where you'd look at the back window of a pickup truck and see, and see a, a hunting rifle or a shotgun on the rack. And yet nobody got shot back then. And you fast forward to today, and it seems like they're trying to... I gotta be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if there's another shooting, another prominent shooting either this week or next week. What, don't you think that would actually push the American people to do something extreme? Think about it. Let there be one more shooting. Let there be a shooting this upcoming week or next week. Let there be another one. Another one where there's 10 or 15 people killed. Another one where there's 15 or 20 people killed. Another school. A movie theater. A shopping mall. A daycare center. How many of these things do you think the American people are going to put up with before they say, fine, just do something? And once they say, fine, just do something, how long do you think it's going to be before, they, before that something, which I guarantee they've already got it written, but how long do you think it's going to be before we find out that that something was basically to completely strip the American citizenry of their rights to self-defense? And you know what makes this actually important? The key thing is that we're looking at, we're talking about specifically, the reason why they keep going after the AR-15 is because the AR-15 is the civilian version of the military M4. It is effectively, with very minor detail, with ultimately minor details, it is effectively a military-grade weapon in the mind's eye of these, pe of, of these people who are going after it. They see the weapon and they see no difference between that and the M4. In truth, there are significant differences, but whatever.
they see no difference between an AR between an AR platform rifle and an M4. And in particular, what do they go? What do they always go after? They go after the AR-15. They never care about the AR-10. They care about the AR-15. Why? Because the AR-15 is is the parallel to the M16 or the M4. What does that tell you? That tells you that they're more concerned about the populace being well equipped, equipped enough to defend against a military onslaught, a government onslaught. The First Amendment's not about protect, or excuse me, the Second Amendment is not about protecting your family from criminals, although that is also a side effect, and it's a good one at that. The Second Amendment is about defending yourself against government oppression. They didn't write the Second Amendment worrying about roaming bands of thugs. They wrote the Second Amendment having just come out of a war with Britain. An empire of whom they had just been a part not ten years before. That's why the Second Amendment was written. The Second Amendment was written to protect us against the abuses by the government. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. Let's rephrase. A regular fighting force being necessary to the security of a free state. The right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Let me say that again. The appropriate translation to today's words of a well-regulated militia would be a regular fighting force being necessary to the security of a free state, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Having the capacity to raise troops in an instant, being necessary to the security of a free state, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Well, who would you need to raise troops against? We're not talking about external invasion, although external invasion by any nation would be ridiculous. It'd be stupid. The Second Amendment's not written for personal self-defense. No one involved in the drafting of that amendment thought about personal self-defense in the minds in the minds of every single person who thought that that amendment was a good idea they were thinking about the redcoats and they were thinking about a military a government gone rogue against its own people And about all of the things that I have a tendency to really seriously, heavily criticize the founders for, this is one that I do not. Because they knew at some point, at some point, all governments try to go rogue.
all governments want more power to themselves. And it's not just governments. If you look, who's actually doing the push? It's not the governments. It's bankers and big corporations. It's hedge funds and rich people who think they know better than you. It's public-private partnerships now. So what's the narrative? Whatever the narrative comes out, however they try to spin this, the fact remains is they only have one objective with this, and that is to get into your gun closet and strip you of your ability to defend yourself. Not to defend yourself against criminals, because let's be real, you could do that with a two by four. To defend yourselves against them. The one institution that likes to establish itself as the monopoly for the threat and use of force. The government. Keep an eye out, because I'm not even joking. If there's another shooting in the next couple of weeks, you'll know. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. Nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 